want to thank also Jill and her crew um, for putting this on. This was a great time. Scripture that we've been learning from. Um, a reminder, we can't be reminded of these things too much uh, for our church body, but those of you that are visiting here, just to bring you in on what we've been looking at of who this Jesus is. Scripture tells us this. This baby that was born in this manger some 2,000 years ago, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him for this little baby. And he is before all things. And in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, in that he might be preeminent, meaning the superior being that all things owe their allegiance to. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace. But how was he to make peace? This baby was on a mission. It says, making peace by the blood of his cross. This was a baby on a mission. But Christ was given to us as the greatest gift we could ever, ever be given. We love this season of Christmas. In fact, if anybody doesn't like Christmas, we label them a Scrooge. You know, we say, who could not like Christmas? I think what ministers to our hearts most this morning that the children are able to take us away from the stress of Christmas a little bit. Uh, I won't ask a show of hands here, but well, let, let me ask you one thing. I, I could put a, a uh, sense of, I could jump, throw you right back into that stress just by asking, have you finished all your Christmas shopping yet? But I won't. I wonder how many of us, I won't ask for a show of hands, but, but have asked ourselves, why does Christmas have to involve so much gift buying? there was a general cause of alarm that just rushed over all the children. <laughs> but we, we give gifts to each other at Christmas in response to the greatest gift that we could have ever 
been given, and that gift is in Jesus Christ. Christ is our greatest gift that mankind has ever received. The creator of the universe came as a baby to meet our greatest need, to bridge the unreachable gap between us and our creator, created, caused by our sin. The gift of Jesus needs only to be received and accepted, placing our total trust in him as our savior. Christ is our greatest gift, but he's also a necessary gift for us. It was exactly what we needed. It was all, it is all that we need. And it is what we must have, that very thing, that gift of Jesus, the work that he would do on his cross, dying for our sins and rising from the grave. The problem is that most people don't think that they need this gift of Jesus Christ. If I were to say to you, well, for this Christmas I, I'm going to make a donation in your name to the Montgomery Courthouse of $150,000, you would say, thanks a lot, but I think I could think of a lot of other ways I could use $150,000, right? Well, what if you were aware of the fact that you had speeding tickets dating back to 1989, that late fees had amounted them up to $150,000 down at the courthouse? That would be weighing down on you quite a bit, right? Every time you'd see a police car go by, you'd be kind of like, $150,000. <laughs> the idea of giving a gift in your name to the Montgomery County Courthouse in that amount would be very relieving for you, wouldn't it? Well, the fact is, is that everyone walks around with the debt of sin over them, with a gap that cannot be bridged between them and their Creator, with that greatest need, that with the fact that one day, every single one of us, everything is going to be erased from our life, except for that relationship between us and God, and we will be standing there with the question of, what did I do with this? What did I do about this? It's a necessary gift that we must have. Scripture tells us that everyone has sin and has fallen short of the glory of God that he deserves. It tells us that the wages for those sin, the payment that that sin deserves, is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Our, it's our sinful condition. It's the sins we commit. This, a, a single sinful thought separates us from God in a way that we can never, ever make up for on our own. We tend to think, can't my good things outweigh my bad? Scripture tells us that all of our righteous acts are like filthy rags before God, that none of those can do anything. This is the message of Christmas, this message that the gift was given to meet our greatest need. And this gift was embodied in Jesus Christ. As I said, he would go on to die for our sins, 
to rise again. Christ being man meant that his death and his resurrection was applicable for us. Being God meant that being an e the eternal being, being the all-powerful being, meant that his death was able to cover the penalty of sin for all of mankind. Being eternal meant that it could cover the penalty of sin for all of mankind for all of time. Past, present, future. He was the only one, this one that was born on Christmas Day, he was the only one that could meet this greatest need. I got to tell you though, that rejecting the gift of God has terrible consequences. Terrible consequences. We're part of the ultimate statistic. 10 out of 10 people die. At some time, each one of us is going to breathe its la his last. And like I said, we will be left with that one issue, us and God, and what sort of relationship we have with him. Scripture tells us whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. But whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on him. It also tells us anyone who does not believe God has made him out to be a liar because he has not believed the testimony God has given about his son. To not accept Christ as our Savior, Scripture tells us it's like saying, God, you're a liar. That's pretty amazing. If we respond in faith, when we respond in faith, when we follow the leading that God lays on our heart to place our total trust for our salvation, recognizing Christ for who he is, Scripture tells us, Christ himself said, I tell you the truth, whoever hears my word and believes in him who sent me has eternal life and will not be condemned. He has crossed over from death into life. At that moment, he has crossed over from death into life, beating this statistic. We're told to all who receive Christ, to those who believe on his name, God gives us the right to become children of God. And receiving Christ puts him in the proper place. It's a process of growing and recognizing this fact that he is the image of the invisible God. That in him all things, in all things he is supreme. He is Lord of it all. It's a, it, it begins a growth process of recognizing that the fullness of God dwells in this person. And I shall follow him. I can follow him. I will follow him. This is the message of Christmas. This is why he is the greatest gift for our greatest need. And he must be responded to. The fact is, is that everyone responds to him. Everyone does respond to him with either a yes or a no. Let's bow our heads. Father, thank you so much 
for recognizing our need when we don't even see it, for being even though the one that we have offended um, by walking away from you, that you are the one to set up a rescue plan of great self-sacrifice um, over centuries that could be powerful enough to affect anyone who's willing to receive that gift of salvation that sits under your tree. Lord, I praise you for being the giver of salvation, for being the creator of all things, for being the one who is worthy of our praise. Jesus, thank you for coming. Thank you for, for entering our world, for taking on flesh, for becoming one of us. And now you can understand us. And now you are our great mediator, the one whom we can trust in. Just keep your heads bowed for a moment here. Maybe you're here this morning and, and um, uh, you're hearing this message maybe for the first time or maybe for the first time in a new way. And the Lord is saying, you need this. It's time to make Christmas what it really is. I just want to challenge you to talk to God right now. To recognize before Him that you do need Him because you are a sinner. I want to challenge you to, to tell God that you want to turn to Him for salvation, to be rescued, to make Jesus your own, that you want to be his child. I want to ask you to ask the Lord to forgive you based on the work of Christ in his death and his resurrection. Ask him to be your father, to make him your son or your daughter, his daughter. Father, we praise you again for being the giver of all things. And Lord, I thank you for this season that we're able to celebrate. I thank you for the work of the children and, and Jill and her team. Um, Lord, we... We, um, just, we just can't thank you enough. Lord, I just pray that you continue to bless our fellowship together. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.